Welcome back to the wide world of RAV on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is the wide world of RAV on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Wednesday night. It is 8.30, and we are going through week 14 of the National Football League, making our predictions and all that good stuff. And it looks like a 10 minutes in the first half, Minnesota is leading Nebraska 16 to 15 in basketball for all of you out there that are listening to us and not watching or listening to Kent Pavelka yet. So give us a few more minutes, then you can switch over. <laughs> yeah, just a few more. Just a few, <laughs> few more. more. Few more. You'll get the entire second half if you watch the full show. Yeah, so. you got you to hear the picks first. You got to hear the picks. And then you got to catch post game. Post game. Yeah, 10 p.m. Bach will be there as always. I don't think this. Actually, I don't even want to say for sure. I'm not sure if Strix on. I don't think Strix on tonight. Uh, but it should be Bach, me, uh, and then Austin yeah. will be streaming in as well. So we'll nice. have the typical post game show. Uh, hope for a Nebraska win. Be the first conference game of the year. Boom. Yeah, be good. Start off with a win in conference play. That'd be huge for Nebraska. And Minnesota's a gettable team. Um, I think ESPN predictor had actually Nebraska favored. Uh, by about 10%. Make of that what you will. I've looked at that a lot for Nebraska football over the years. Hasn't always been accurate. So, But nonetheless, we got some more NFL picks to go. Here we go. Where do you want to start? Okay, we're going to go with the Los Angeles Rams versus the Baltimore Ravens at Baltimore at noon. Six and six Rams versus nine and three Ravens. Rams have been playing some fairly decent football lately, but you're going up against the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, who has the crazy record against the NFC. So... Rams versus Ravens. Who do you got, Harrison? Rams, Ravens. Just like I don't like to panic on the good teams that take a bad loss, I'm not going to panic on the Rams having a good win. Like They they uh, surprised me a lot last year. Uh, it looks like they're finally kind of getting going. I'm still surprised with the Cooper Cup situation. They continue to struggle to really get him to light up. But yeah, give me the Ravens. Give me what I think is going to be the MVP if it's not Tyreek Hill, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Um, and not that, Brock Purdy? I don't. Not Purdy Magic? I'll be honest. I'd he's really, pretty good. I'd really rather just give it to Tyreek Kill. <laughs> give it to Tyreek Kill. Yeah, I mean, what he's doing is ins- it's just a game breaker. Yeah. Like to have a, a skill position break a game to that level. It's yep. always been a quarterback's award, but I think if well, I'm sure what year, they'll do is they'll do the offense player of the year, Tyreek Kill, and then the MVP to to Lamar Jackson or something like. Can that. Can we just rename it and stop calling it the MVP and just most valuable quarterback? They should because it's like it's yep. just ridiculous. True that. Yeah. Okay. That was a little tangent there. <laughs> yep. I'm going. I'm going with the Ravens. Quoteth the Raven nevermore, because Lamar Jackson does not lose to NFC teams. You're playing in Baltimore. You got the time changes you're flying from. Um, Ravens. 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 They're going to run it to ten and three. Gosh, the Ravens might be the team in the AFC and with the first seed. I think they will be. And the scariest part about the Ravens is like they haven't always been healthy this year. Like they've, they've been up and down yep. with injuries and they're still balling out. So if I would, you know, you get a fully healthy Ravens team. That's a serious problem. Yep. Quote the Raven nevermore. <laughs> so Ravens over the Rams. All right, we'll move on. Oh, next game at noon on Fox. Nick Sainert's Detroit Lions versus Harrison's Chicago Bears at Soldier Field in Chicago. Who do you go with, Harrison? Who do you go with? Your heart or your head? You mean the NFC North revenge tour. We got the Packers beating down on the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Let's hope the Bears can pull an upset as well. Wow. 
I'm trying to find reasons why it's going to happen. Wow. Justin Fields. Maybe they told Justin Fields like, hey, we really like you. Don't even worry about Caleb Williams. You're the guy. Don't worry about there it. There we go. We'll get you some more. We'll get you a blue chip offensive lineman. We'll get you some help on defense. They still can finish nine and eight. <coughs> Don't say that stuff, Raph. They, they four could. And eight. They, yeah, they could. Striking position. But um, yeah, give me give me the Chicago Bears. I'm going to pick with my heart here. The Lions All right. on paper should be pretty much dominant. What, what do they say? Bear down. Yeah, bear down. Bear down to the heart. Stick All right. With the Bears. I am going to go with, sorry, Harrison. I'm going with the Detroit Lions. Mr. Campbell had his team fired up to start the game last week. They almost gave it away at the end. But I think the Lions, Jameer Gibbs, Montgomery. Um, I think Montgomery played for the Bears, correct? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he went on the. He played for the Bears and then yeah. went over to the Lions. And then that's uh, the revenge tour right there. Yeah, Montgomery's going to go for 200 yards rushing. Uh, the Lions are going to win. Amos St. Rob Brown, and then remember Rodrigo from from um, Hard Knocks two years ago. The Detroit Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they the, use, little, the little small uh, ba- uh, linebacker that yeah, was caught causing havoc. You see, they use him as a fullback now. No, <laughs> wait, what? He's. I mean, honestly, watching him in uh, the uh, Hard Knocks, that makes sense. That now, dude was a physical. So being. I think it might have been the Thanksgiving Day game, or whatever. It was a diving pass to the fullback out of the backfield. And then I catch by Malcolm Rodrigo or Rodriguez. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Rodrigo. So they they play him at some fullback now. So I thought that was pretty cool to see. That's awesome. I was, was kind of wondering where he was at because he, I saw he wasn't starting this year, but he's still on the team playing a little bit fullback. So I'm going with the Detroit Lions. Nick will be happy with me. One-Eyed Ray will be happy with me. I'm going with the Lions. Yeah, One-Eyed Ray, understand. I got to pick with my heart here. But Yeah, yeah. yeah he'd be upset with you. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the next game now. We have got... The Carolina Panthers at 1-11, facing off against the New Orleans Saints at 5-7. Saints-Panthers at the Superdome, Louisiana Superdome. Yeah, give me the Saints. I just, man, Bryce Young doesn't have a lot of help back there. Like, that is just a tough situation yep. to be in. And we were talking about... Well, now, now you're hearing the, the team coming out and saying that they were... A lot of the team wanted him benched midway through the year and put Andy Dalton in, but... Um, Frank Reich basically said that we're going to take the bumps this year to be better in the future, which ended up costing him his job, so he never did see the future. But they stuck with Bryce Young, so I guess now they're reaping the non-benefits of sticking with him. Yeah, I mean, that's where it, it doesn't hurt to take a page from like the Packers book on what they've done with all their quarterbacks, yeah. even though it kind of makes a little bit of a different situation. unfortunate It's hard press. to do that. Yeah, it's hard to do that, but I mean... In their situation, it was, yeah, borderline because you had yeah. to make a move there. But yeah. I could see, like, if you just put Dalton in there and give Bryce Young some time yeah. just to learn the game a little just bit so, so he does, doesn't go out there and be So terrible. he doesn't get punchy. That's what I'm afraid of mm-hmm. with what happened back to um, Derek Carr's brother, David, when he was the first-round yeah. pick for the Houston. He just kind of got punchy. He took so many sacks that first year that he never really recovered. But I am going to go with the New Orleans Saints also. I just think... Being at home in New Orleans, they'll have enough to get by the Panthers. And that'll put them up to six and seven, so they'll be right on the heels of of the um, of the Fal- gosh of the Falcons. That's crazy. That's Falcons. crazy division powerhouse. I tell you, powerhouse. <laughs> I was talking it about. I love the playoffs when you have that one team that gets in the playoffs. Say say that team from the NFC South gets in at like eight and nine, and then you're going to have the Cowboys at like thirteen and four. And they're going to get the fifth seed because the division went. I mean, that's it's crazy how that happens every year. Yeah, at least, hey, at least in the NFL, you know what's going to happen. College football, as we found out, you don't always know. Yep. So, Surprise. Yep. Sorry, FSU. 
I wasn't really surprised by that, though. You knew um, an SEC team was going to get in, and if it was Alabama, if once Alabama beat Georgia, it's like, okay, yeah. here comes Texas. Can't kick out the I other was two really undefeated. surprised the way they, they hammered Georgia, though. Like, I thought I thought they'd drop, but I didn't think they'd go all the way down to six. I was like, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean. Doesn't say much about your season. Was there any way after Georgia lost that game that they were going to be in the playoffs? You know. Because I still think they think of it last year, Ohio State, you know, they they lost and then they still got in the playoff. Yeah. So, I mean, anything's possible when you when you have a bunch of people in a room and some of the people really don't know much about football and some of the people are using, you know, different tangents and all that. So you never know what you're going to get. So I I wasn't surprised when they made the announcement, but I wouldn't have been surprised any with any of the announcements just for the fact that you never really know when you get 13 people in a room. Yeah, I almost thought they might even try to pull the wool and get two SEC teams in there. Yeah, but uh, anything's I, possible. There's a chance, but you know, Texas. I think if uh, Texas didn't get that win, obviously it'd be Bama yep. in there as well. But yep. yeah, nonetheless, it's kind of man. We're a little bit tangents today on these. I love tangents. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll move on to the next game. It's a three o'clock game. It is the Minnesota Vikings. They're sticking with Josh Dobbs at six and six versus the LA Raiders and Aiden O'Connell at five and seven. Vikings versus Raiders. At Al Davis's Death Star in Vegas. Did I say Los Angeles Raiders? I don't think I said Las Vegas Raiders. You said Vegas this time. Way to go, me. Yeah, you're figuring it out. Proud of myself. Where do the, the, the Chargers play? Chargers play at SoFi. But this, what, what? Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I'm I good. just want to make sure. Whew, testing me. <laughs> yeah. You, you knew you wanted me to say San Diego. Yeah, I did. They'll always be the it. Super Chargers to me. All right. You got the Vikings, Josh Dobbs versus Aiden O'Connell at the Death Star in Vegas. Give me the Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, I think the Raiders. I don't. Uh, Josh Dobbs. It's a tough situation. I can see why. This is what I thought early on. Everyone was like super excited about Dobbs. He was playing good, but yeah, you know, I'm just watching like a lot of film breakdown of him. He wasn't exactly hitting his wide receivers nope. all the time. He's kind of getting lucky on some throws there. Yep. Um, that are just not taking the guy when he's open right away. I honestly think they still miss miss Dalvin Cook a little bit. Their run game hasn't been able to take yep. off the way you think they have. Give me the Raiders. I think it's gonna be a little bit of an upset there. All right, I was coming into the night selecting the Raiders. Actually, I was selecting the Raiders up until two seconds ago. But then I started thinking to myself, the return of Mr. Jefferson. And they're going to tell Mr. Dobbs, throw the ball up and let Jefferson go get it. So you're going to have Jefferson back. You got Addison. Mm-hmm. You got K.J. Osborne. The Vikings and Josh Dobbs in Vegas. Dobbs Magic. Dobbs, Vikings. I'm going Vikings. I'm, I'm banking on that. Purple people connection eaters. Connection not being perfect right off Oh, it's going to be amazing. I mean, I'll tell you what. Dobbs is going to be smiling. That's that's a huge Just weapon throw it up. back out there. Let him yeah. go get it. But it'll be interesting to see. They said he wasn't coming back to his full speed, and it seems like now he's full speed, so I expect him to come back in and not miss a beat. So I'm going with the Vikings. All right. The Jefferson factor. We disagreed a lot today. This is going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. And I don't feel confident in many of these picks, so it should be a really fun week. I've been uh, I've been above 500 every week, so I th- yeah just above 500 every week so far. But you've been taking it off. You've won I think the last three in a row. Yeah, here. so you've been on fire. I'm on a streak. Yeah, trust the picks. All right, we'll move on to the next game. I think we'll both agree on this game. We got the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith, DK Metcalf had a big game last week. Going up against, I would say one of the hottest teams in the NFL, Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers at Levi's Stadium in San Francisco or wherever they play at, somewhere close to San Francisco. Give me the 49ers. They've just been 
Uh, after that little mid-season kind of panic where it felt like they're slipping a little bit, they're yep. they're all locked back in now. Them just manhandling the Eagles. That was a tough one. I know they came from OT. It was a short week, uh, but still, they they did what they needed to do and then some. So give me the 49ers. I think they're really humming right now. That's just a, unless you you know you have that Browns defense, yep. a Patriots defense, like that is just a borderline impossible team to shut yep. down. I'm going with 49ers also. Purdy, Ayuk. Then you got Debo Samuel woke up last week, mm-hmm. three touchdowns, I believe, <laughs> two catches, one rushing. It's kind of how it goes, right? Just and then you got turns. you got the forgotten man. You got Christian McCaffrey. No one's really talking about. He's putting up crazy numbers. I'm going with the 49ers all over the Seahawks, even though it is an NFC West game. And usually the Seahawks 49ers are always close games, but I'm going with the 49ers here. Yeah. I think uh, most people are going with 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. All right. We got time for one more game, one or two, maybe. Yeah, we can get, uh, how many do we got left here? We let's got see. one, two, three. We got five games left. Uh, let's get two more in here real quick. All right, two more. We're going to go with the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs on CBS at 325. It'll probably be Nansen. Nansen Romo would be my guest. It'll be in the booth. Um, you got the six and six Bills playing for their playoff lives because it looks like Dolphins are going to roll in the AFC West or AFC East there, sorry. And then... Or is it AFC South now? AFC East. And then, yeah, East. My bad. Just had to remember. Yeah, you're good. Yep. And going up against the Chiefs at 8-4 and four at Arrowhead and Patrick Mahomes and Taylor Swift. And, I mean, Travis Kelsey. My bad. <laughs> Time person of the year. Travis. Oops. Taylor Swift. No. Uh, give me the Bills. Think going this, with the Bills. I want the Bills in this one. Playing for well, their playoff lives. Playing for their playoff lives. I know they got some <laughs> real animosity towards the Chiefs. I think if you're Josh Allen, you want to... This is a team that you want to beat to put yourself back on the map. Yep. The Chiefs, a little bit of a slipper right now. They haven't been playing their best uh, football. And again, I just think Mahomes, this is kind of the first time we've seen him with a limited... You know, just limited weapons out there on the, on the field. So, give me the Bills. I think Josh Allen... They got to figure out the running game, though. That's the only thing that always concerns me yep. with the Bills is they live and die by the passing game. They get into the red zone. They got nothing on the ground to just yep. get them into field goal range. But I do think this is a game where they dialed up new OC. Maybe things are really starting to click over there. Let's hope Bills beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. All right. I am going with the Kansas City Chiefs. I continue to believe that sooner or later, Travis Kelsey is going to wake up. I know he's in a relationship now and he can't always concentrate on football. But I'm going to go with Chiefs, uh, Rasheed Rice, um, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I, I have a tough time going against Patrick Mahomes ever just for the fact just that he's just got that it factor about him. I love Josh Allen, though. So it's like one of these games. I I mean, I'll be honest. Chiefs fans, please cover yours right now. I really would like to see the Bills win because <laughs> <laughs> that helps the Broncos a whole heck of a lot. So I am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. <sighs> okay. We'll see there. And yeah, I mean, I agree with you with Mahomes. He kind of gives me like the Le- LeBron effect. Like even if LeBron's team is having not the season you would expect, he just it can't ever count him out. Like he's just too good of a player that he might find a way to counter you almost like a chess match where he just does enough of the small things to knows the game just enough to keep you off your toes. But I'm still going with the Bills on this one. All right. Bills Chiefs. All right. We'll move on. One final game before we go to our final break. On NBC, Sunday night football at 7.20, we have got the Philadelphia Eagles versus Pete Ferguson's championship Dallas Cowboys. Eagles, Cowboys, NBC, 
at Jerry World in Dallas. Dallas. Eagles are upset. They're going to come in here, and they are going to beat the Dallas Cowboys at Dallas. Eagles over the Cowboys. I got Eagles over the Cowboys. You've got Jalen Hurts. All right. I am going to select in Dallas. This one's for you, Pete Ferguson. (laughs) I am selecting the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott to have his final or his final game where he finally rises to the occasion and does not go into a corner. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys, C.D. Lamb. Yes, I'm going with the Cowboys. The Cowboys, C.D. Lamb, Mike Parsons, Deron Bland. Yep, I'm going Cowboys, Cowboys, Jerry Jones. How about them Cowboys? No, don't say that. Come on, Raph. I got How enough. about them Cowboys? Get enough of that from Pete. <laughs> Every Sunday. So I'm going with the Cowboys. Cowboys. You heard it here first, Pete. Cowboys. Oh man, one of us is going to do absolutely horrendous. This uh, week. It's going to be a good. It's going to be a good week for football. So, all right. So, what we'll do now is we'll throw it to our final break. When we come back, we will pick the final three games. This is the Wide Road to Ralph on ninety-three point seven, the ticket.